Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by the Wine to Wine Business Forum 2022. This year will mark the ninth edition of the forum to be held on November 7th and 8th of 2022 in Verona, Italy. This year will be an exclusively in-person edition. The main theme of the event will be all-round wine communication and tickets are on sale now. The second early bird discount will be available until September 18th. For more information, please visit us at winetowine.net. Welcome to Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Listen in as we journey to some of Italy's most beautiful places in the company of those who know them best, the families who grow grapes and make fabulous wines. Through their stories, we will learn not just about their wines, but also about their ways of life, the local and regional foods and specialities that pair naturally with their wines, and the most beautiful places to visit. We have a wonderful journey of discovery ahead of us, and I hope you will join me. Welcome to Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Today we're in the wine hills of Coglio, located in Friuli, Venezia, Giulia, tucked almost on the border with Slovenia. My guest today is Elijah Muzic of Cantina Muzic, who will tell us about a fascinating, beautiful, and diverse corner of Italy, where wine, food, architecture, history all reflect a multicultural past, and which is a source today of some of the most exciting white wines in all of Italy. Thanks for being my guest today. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm very fine. Thanks. And thanks for the opportunity for being present at this famous podcast. Oh, well, thank you. Now, I want our listeners to, who may not be familiar with Friuli Venezia Giulia or certainly the Colio, to gain a picture of, of, of where you are. So can you describe for our listeners Colio countryside, San Floriano? I know it's a very beautiful place. And tell us, uh, tell us what makes Colio unique and so special. Yes, of course. So starting from viewing the Italy in general, Friuli Venezia Giulia is a region in northeastern part of Italy, on the border with uh, Austria and on the border with Slovenia. We are uh, in Friuli Venezia Giulia on the east side of Friuli Venezia Giulia. Uh, the main country is the country of Gorizia. The main city is Gorizia and our winery is located in San Floriano del Collio. That is a village, a, a small city of about 800 inhabitants on the hills of Collio producing area. So uh, Collio area is a hilly place located for one third in Italy and two thirds of the surface in Slovenia. I mean about Collio, I'm talking about the weather conditions, the soil conditions, and of course the growing uh, conditions and varieties grown in our area. So we are on the hills, on the border with Slovenia, in Italy, but on the border with Slovenia. 
Actually, that's that's very important because, of course, it's a reminder that this is an area that has had many, many wars fought over the over the centuries, but certainly in World War One and World War Two, and these borders have divided communities in some ways. Yes, of course, our our area in general, the east part of Friuli Venezia Giulia, mainly during the First World War, was a very hot place, and of course, the borders were redrawn a lot of times and uh, at the moment like i i told you uh, a couple of minutes ago the colio production area is located in italy in the slovenia the the same area is named uh, with the name of berda but the conditions of the soil and of the varieties of the weather are the same it's just a border uh, a state border that cut this territory in into parts, of course. Okay. Well, uh, I know that the San Floriano and Colio has a history of wine growing dating back centuries and millennia. But in fact, this quality production of wines from Colio and the specialization really began after World War Two. Is that right? And tell us a little bit about your family history and and how. Uh, your family have come to be making wines in Colio. Yes, of course. In general, in Italy, after the Second World War, the techniques and the, the know-how uh, of vinification, of enology, of viticulture grow up. And uh, of course, uh, also our area, the Colio area, uh, grows in quality. A lot of uh, farms that were concentrated on production of grapes and also of fruits. For example, here in San Floriano, uh, after Second World War, uh, it was a lot of fruit production like peaches and apricots. In general, after that, in the 80s and 90s, uh, all the territory was grown up with vineyards. And uh, at the moment, Colio area is uh, very popular for white, mainly for white wine production, so for the growing of white wine varieties like Ribolla Gialla, Friulano or Tokai Friulano and Malvasia. Of course, we grow also other international varieties, Pinot Grigio, Sauvignon, Chardonnay and others. So mainly after the Second World War, the wine production quality improves in our areas. For my family, so for our winery, so the winery is a family winery. It was founded about uh, 1927, so before the Second World War. But just in 1990, we uh, started with bottling the wine. So um, after that, uh, in these uh, last uh, 30 years, we grow up our production. At the moment, we work about 25 hectares of vineyards. Uh, mainly in San Floriano del Collio, of course, and mainly um, of white wine uh, varieties. The production is uh, carried out in our winery that is, of course, located in San Floriano del Collio, and we produce about uh, 120,000 bottles of wine per year. Uh, you may know that this production uh, is not a very big production, but if you compare um, these numbers with other sellers that are not fami fa a family, 
seller. So it is a it is a very good work and a, a busy work. Uh, all my family works in uh, in our company. So uh, I have my mother and my father that starts, of course, the the bottling process in 1990s. And at the moment, they are, of course, they work, uh, they still work in our winery. And um, me and my brother, that is one year uh, younger, we do a lot of work in vineyards, mainly in vineyards and in cellar. Okay. So it's a real family uh, family business still, a small family business. Now, you've mentioned Colio and San Floriano as being particularly suited to production of high-quality white wines. Friuli, of course, is a is a, has many wine growing regions and designations, such as Isonzo or Colio Orientale del Friuli. Uh, what makes Colio, this small area right on the border with Slovenia, what makes Colio, the territory of Colio, so well adapted to both? autochthonous as well as international white grape varieties. Yes, of course, the region, Friuli Venezia Giulia, is not very big, but it has one a very important particularity. Uh, I mean about the, um, the middle position from the seaside, the Adriatic Sea, and the Alps. So we speak about a position uh, in the middle between the sea, so high temperatures and high humidity, and the Alps, so the mountains where you have in general lower temperatures, a lot of wind that dries the, the air, of course. And so the particularity of Colio is that Colio is located exactly at the, on the hills at the middle of these two extreme locations. So the, the Alps on one side, on the no, in the northern part of Friuli and between and the seaside in the southern part of Friuli. So our hills uh, are particular because we have the temperatures during the day of uh, of the sea, so high temperatures during the during the summer period and during the night. So during the night you have so we have lower temperatures uh, from the from the Alps and this this type of um, temperature excursion permits to our uh, grapes to grow up, of course, in sugar, of course, but also in flavors and aromas that are much different if compared with other um, wine growing regions in Friuli. In Friuli, you can uh, also find flat area production. Uh, flat uh, productions area uh, like you 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 talked about uh, Friuli Zonzo also Friuli Latisana and Friuli uh, Grave and then you can find hilly places of productions and uh, like Collio and Collio Orientale and then in the northern part where you can find the Alps um, in general the, the the wine production is very very low of course Italian Wine Podcast. If you think you love wine as much as we do, then give us a like and a follow anywhere you get your pods. OK, 
Okay, so that's a really good picture, this diurnal temperature variation between night and day, helping for flavors and aromas to develop. And also this particular soil of Kolyo, the Ponca, what is this? Yes, so uh, in Kolyo we have this particular type type of uh, mineral soil, Ponca. The Ponca is uh, a couple of layers of um, uh, Marna and Arenaria. Marna and Arena, Arenaria are two types of minerals. Uh, it's, it's like a very fragile stone of uh, compacted sand and compacted, um, I know the truth word for argilla. And this type of soil uh, is very particular because with, um, with uh, a low working uh, process of um, uh, working of the soil, this mineral uh, breaks up and releases the, the minerality that is uh, picked up by the by the vines and of course is located into the grape sure sure no no that's very clear it's this mix of chalky clay and sandstone this fleece soil that um yes exactly yeah, exactly yeah. exactly if you move from the hills so from the colio area uh, down to the flat area of isonzo for example that is the closest uh, production area uh, to the colio from our winery is about five kilometers away. You can so the the soils and also the temperatures changes in in a couple of kilometers. So it means that the soil is not uh, is not um, characterized in Isonzo area by the ponca, but you have these big stones that uh, remembers like uh, the, the stones you can find in rivers mm -hmm. and um, in the flat places. So the temperature and the soil type in a couple of kilometers can change. Of course, when you travel from the hills, so from Collio to, uh, to the Isonzo area. Okay, well, let's talk about two of your wines that I think are very typical of Collio, very important in Collio, and, and wines that perhaps I think our listeners would like to taste and learn more about, the Ribola Gialla and the Friulano. Yes. These two varieties are the most famous local varieties uh, in Collio. These are two white wines, so the the particularity of each of this of this variety is that you can you can see the the differences uh, starting from the vine. So the Friulano has a little bit smaller uh, leaves. The Ribolla Gialla has a little bit bigger leaves. Uh, also, the grape of the Ribolla Gialla is very big. The grape of Tokai Friulano is a little bit smaller. Uh, for the uh, the wine characteristics, so the wine flavors and and aromas of these two varieties, so Ribolla Gialla is a very very light wine. It means that you can find Ribolla Gialla with about twelve to thirteen percentage of alcoholic content. Friulano, in general, it has a little bit highest alcoholic content, and uh, is, uh, Friulano is not light like Ribolla Gialla. So in general, if you want to uh, drink Collio during a dinner, in general, you must start or you shall, you shall start with Ribolla Gialla, 
And then at the middle between the first dishes and the second dishes, you can switch ribolla gialla with friulano. So these are two completely different varieties that you can find in Collio area and also in Friuli Venezia Giulia. Okay, and actually in talking about food, um, all of the wines of Collio and indeed of Friuli Venezia Giulia, these are above all wines to enjoy with food, with the gastronomy of the area. Now you mentioned that this, um, the border with Austria, with Slovenia, uh, this area that has historically been passed through and conquered at times, that's also had an effect, uh, a, a delicious um, effect on the gastronomy of the region. Can we talk about some of the foods of your area and how they pair with your wines? Yes, of course. So, um, Friuli Venezia Giulia is uh, famous uh, not also for the wines, of course, it's famous uh, also for uh, some typical dishes or some food uh, that you can find mainly in Friuli Venezia Giulia. So starting with, um, with uh, some light dishes, um, we have uh, a, re- uh, a small uh, location in Friuli Venezia Giulia, uh, famous for the production of uh, of ham. So uh, ham and cheese uh, that in general you you, you can enjoy it uh, at the beginning of uh, of a dinner. Uh, in general, you can. This would be sorry. This would be the prosciutto di Cormons or the prosciutto di San Daniele. Exactly. 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 In general, this type of uh, prosciutto you can um, you can uh, taste uh, with this prosciutto you can taste some light wines like, uh, for example, ribolla gialla or uh, malvasia. Um, when then you uh, switch uh, to the other dishes uh, in Friuli, is very typical the frico. The frico is a mixture of um, potatoes and cheese that is uh, you must put them together and then you need to cook on the on in, in the kitchen so and of course this is a dish is much more uh, this has much more aroma so you need to have some most uh, hard wine like friulano of course that has uh, much more important aromas to uh, to of course to to be in, in in contact with with the food of course great those are two very typical food experiences i think everyone will want to try the beautifully delicate um sweet prosciutto di san daniele but even more special perhaps is this prosciutto di di oswaldo di cormons um lightly lightly smoked sometimes is that right exactly Exactly, and 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 produced in Cormons, that is part of Collio production area. So is is a is a food that is produced uh, so in a couple of kilometers from here. So is is very local. And I guess you're also able to enjoy, as you say, this proximity of the sea, the Adriatic, as well as the, the mountains where some of the great cheeses, such as Montasio, come from. So you have this gastronomy that links sea and mountain. What would be some typical primi piatti, then, most typical of your area? So we have 
some like like I I told uh, about the free call of course and um, if you move a little bit um, closer to the seaside of course a lot of fishes we have a couple of uh, areas where the the fishing um, the fishing is very important uh, some cities um, that are important for the uh, seaside tourism like Grado for example and Lignano Sabbiadoro uh, where in general you can eat all the, um, the types of fish that grows in our in our Adriatic Sea, and of course the the most the best way to to have a dinner or a lunch with uh, with a fish, a uh, fish dish or fish dishes is uh, to have a bottle of white wine. If this wine is from Collio, it's much better because. The enjoying of a fish with a cold wine, a fresh wine, is... Uh, so perhaps a, a friulano with the peppery broetto from Grado. Then yes, exactly, exactly. A medley of fish. Exactly. And we also um, I haven't mentioned another very important and typical uh, grape variety, the piccoli, uh, which makes an extraordinary wine. Tell us a little bit about this grape variety. Yes, so this grape variety is one of the local varieties in Friuli Venezia Giulia and also in uh, in the Collio area. It's a very particular variety because it is a white, it has a white grape, but it's a variety that is, um, that for the production of sweet wine. So it means that uh, the grapes are picked up in general at the middle of October, so so after the picking up of red, uh, red grapes, so after the Cabernet Sauvignon, after the Merlot, uh, it means that the grapes dries on the on the vines, and uh, then you can pick up the grapes. For our winery, we pick up the grapes and then we dry a little bit more the grapes in the winery. Uh, and after the, a period of uh, fermentation and maceration of the skins with their juice and their wine, is aged in oak barrels and then bottled. Uh, you must know that at the moment we we are selling. So we have on the on the market the 2015 vintage of Picolite, and for the other white wine varieties uh, we are selling the 2021 that means that the production of the picolite the the production phases are much longer than other varieties because this variety is is very particular okay so it's a it's a the the grapes actually undergo the drying on the vine rather than as a pasito rather than being harvested is that right yes Yes, exactly. And resulting in this luscious, very exquisite and unique dessert wine that you only really, there's so little of it around. And as uh, as you say, it's uh, it needs this aging and it can improve. It's very complex and it's one of the real specialties that I urge everybody who visits Friuli Venezia Junior to try. Of course, also the production is very very low you must know that on one hectare of ribolla gialla or uh, tokai friulano or malvasia uh, you can produce uh, in collio up to uh, seven to eight tons of 
grapes per hectare. For the picolit, you can produce, you can, in general, you can produce uh, about two tons, two tons and a half of grapes per hectare. Um, is the, the production is very low because the grapes cannot uh, develop all the berries uh, that has during the flowering period. Okay. So about 80% of the flowers at the end of growing dries and drops down. So they, they will not develop uh, into a berry. My goodness, that's a remarkably low yield. And I guess it shows what a special wine it is, that wine growers will still persist with this historic variety because the result is so exquisite. Yes, exactly, exactly. Well, thank you so much um, for being my guest today. It's been a real pleasure to enter into the world of Colio to learn about where Cantina Music is located, uh, to learn about your wines and the history and also the foods of the region. So uh, it's an area I love to visit. I hope our listeners will jump on a train uh, or rent a car if they're perhaps visiting Venice, because it's only a couple of hours north, and um, discover this wonderful region and this smaller area of Colio and the Cantino Music. So thank you very much, and I look forward to visiting myself. Thanks for this uh, opportunity, and you know that we are waiting for you and for all visitors that want to be a couple of days in our area, in our vineyards, in our territory. Thanks a lot. Wonderful. Grazie e a presto. Grazie a presto. We hope you enjoyed today's episode brought to you by the Wine to Wine Business Forum 2022. This year will mark the ninth edition of the forum to be held on November 7th and 8th, 2022 in Verona, Italy. Remember, the second early bird discount on tickets will be available until September 18th. For more information, please visit us at winetowine.net. I'm Joy Livingston, and I am the producer of the Italian Wine Podcast. Thank you for listening. We are the only wine podcast that has been doing a daily show since the pandemic began. This is a labor of love, and we are committed to bringing you free content every day. Of course, this takes time and effort, not to mention the cost of equipment, production, and editing. We would be grateful for your donations, suggestions, requests, and ideas. For more information on how to get in touch, go to italianwinepodcast.com.